Shalom Aleichem, we're learning the Sikha of Shmais Gimel. And in the Sikha, towards the end, we start learning the Chassidus of the whole Rashi regarding Vayigdal Moshe. And Rebbe goes into the whole concept of the Abu Yehuda Bariloi. Now, there's an incredible Sefer that came out in the last few years. I've mentioned it once or twice before. It's called Mishnas Menachem, which literally, it's the, the Tanoim and Amayroim, the way the Rebbe teaches it. So when it comes to Rabbi Yehuda, he just has an incredible amount of information. I'm not going to go through all of it, but I think it will help us appreciate a bit of the context of Rabbi Yehuda Bariloi. So first of all, in general, whenever it says Rabbi Yehuda Stam, not Rabbi, Rabbi is Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, but when it says Rabbi Yehuda in Shas, it is in general Rabbi Yehuda Bariloi Atana, fourth generation of Tanoim. He's one of the five Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva that survived after the 24,000 Talmidim passed away. And through these five Talmidim, as we know, Teresh Shabbat was reestablished. Chazal say that whenever it says Sifra, the Sefer Sifra, which is a Medrash, it's Rabbi Yehuda. He was also a student of his father, Rabbi Loi, Rabbi Ishmael, and other, the other Chachamim in Yavna. But his main teachers were Rabbi Tarfain and Rabbi Akiva. Um, at a time that it was not legal by the Romans to have smicha, he got smicha through Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi was one of his students, and Rabbi Shmuel was Rabbi Yossi. He lived in a place called Sichni, and he he served as a Maida Halacha, as a teacher, as a guide in the house of the Nasi. So much so that he was such a chassid, such a pious person, that whenever it says in Shas, it's either referring to him or, or Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava. But that's pretty much tells you a lot. But he was a desperate uh, pauper, had nothing um, physically. Okay, so that's what we know about his history. Rabbi tells us that Yehuda... As we know, that Yehuda comes from Haida confession, and that's the Indian of Bittel. And by him, the letters are expressed begali, as we said in the Sicha, and that shows on Spheris Hamalchus the way it's fully in itself as it is in Atsilus, not the way it goes down into Bria. As we spoke about in the previous year, um, in short, Right, each of the Elamis, Atsilas, Briyatsirasi, each of the four worlds has all the spheres, the three Maichin, Khakmabinadas, and the seven Midas, Chesed Tamalchus. Now, the first nine are very much focused on themselves um, within the world. Chachma kind of receives from the previous world, but mainly it's in its world. Malchus serves a double function. First of all, it holds on to everything, the previous nine in that world. And then Malchus Yared Lamata goes down into the next world. And that's what the way we explain the Sicha, that his main function, Rabbi Yudabai Eloi, is Malchus the way it's in his world. And even the name Eloi, that the Torah Levi Yitzchak explains, and that ever brought in the Sicha, is the Lushen of Halah going up. And that shows that it's the relationship, the way Malchus is going into the, the into the spheres higher than it, rather than going into the world that is uh, beneath it. Okay. We know a lot about his Limadatayra and the way he learned, etc. Then he also has a part in the section of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yesi, the contrast of the two, as we learned 
in the Sikha. Um, Malchus the way it goes down, and Malchus the way it is in this world. Say that I think that kind of gives the context of the Abiyud Bali Loi. Um, and the Sikha is based on the Sikha of and that the Rebbe said in Shmois Tafshin Lamed Zayin, uh, the beginning of 1977. We should all have incredible atzlach in our learning.